Swadika. Hello and welcome everyone to Cultures of Las Vegas, The Ties. I'm your host, Petrania Poonswan. Well, May, as you know, is Asian Pacific American Heritage Month, and today we're celebrating the rich and beautiful culture of the Thai community here in Las Vegas and throughout Southern Nevada. And we'll dive into the social, economical, and cultural impact this community has on this region. And I'm also a native of Thailand, a proud Thai American, so this conversation is so special to me. And we're starting off with the first panel of guests today, John Siegler. He's the president of the Las Vegas Children Foundation, and we also have with us Assemblywoman Cecilia Gonzalez, who is with District 16. She's part Thai and part Mexican. And also we have Rani Samatai. She is an attorney here in town and also longtime Las Vegas resident. Her family goes all the way back. Her, your family and John's family know each other very well. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that history. But I wanna start with this panel of guests just to talk about just a little history of the Thai community here in Las Vegas, Southern Nevada. It's gone back a while. And now with the new generation, like with Assemblywoman Woman Gonzalez here talking about the impact that she'll have into the future as the first Thai elected official here in the state of Nevada. So congratulations for that as well. And John, you moved here 1970 to Las Vegas for the first time. Probably very different. Not as many Thai people now, right? From from back then in the 70s. Very few Thai people and actually very few Asian people at mm. the time. And so you're one of the first Thai families to what open a Thai business, Thai restaurant here. Yes, uh, uh, my parent has a restaurant back in the 70s. It was a very short, uh, just a short time. Mm. And then we move into another country and then we come back here again. How tough was that being just one of the few, not just Thai, but Asian families here? Must be very different from how things are now. At that time, the town is very small. Mm -hmm. It's very small, but as a child, you don't really think much about it. Mm -hmm. You know, we try to blend in, right. of course, at the time, and we came from Thailand. It's a whole new world to us. Mm -hmm. uh, but we love it here. Yeah. We love it here. And the community has grown so much, and, you know, John has been such a big part. You know, all the temple activities, all the festivals, John, there, John was there because he's kind of the starting family, and now he gets to be part of this growing community. And, and I'll get to Ronnie first here because you've known his family. Your family basically had a business <laughs> right next to one of his restaurants, right? We did. Yeah. Later on in the, was it believe, 90s, 2000s, we had our florist next to his the jewelry, jewelry shop. store. Jewelry shop yes. yep. Wow, so that's how close. And Ronnie, you were telling me, it was actually so different than that um, because there were so few ties. You feel like if you see someone speaking Thai, you know each other. Exactly. So I was a kid, of course, of course, <laughs> during that time. Yeah. But wherever you went, if you heard anybody speaking Thai and you turn around, you would automatically know them or you would know of them. Mm. It's, it was just a small community that you just had to know each other. That's right. all there was. You know, nowadays when we go anywhere, if you hear a Thai person speaking, you don't even turn around anymore mm. because there's so many. There's Such. more. And, and I think you did some research on this, Ronnie. That what are we the third biggest city when it comes to the number Thai of Thai people, people in the U.S.? It is now. Um, initially, you know, we you know, L.A. has Thai town. Mm -hmm. Then New York also has one. And but then we Las Vegas is actually coming up as well. And wow. I believe it is about third right now yeah. compared to other cities in the United States. So Assemblyman Gonzalez, talk to me a little bit about how you feel when you're able to go out and meet people in the community, they're Thai, and you're able to talk to them in Thai. That must be a good feeling. It is, but it's always a shock, I think, because I don't necessarily look Thai. Um, because I am biracial, I think that a lot of people are always thrown off at first. Like, they always say, like, 
how do you speak Thai? Why do you know Thai? How do you speak Thai so well? It opens um, up the story it about really, you. It really does, and I think that it catches people off guard. Um, but after we got those initial, like, oh my goodness, um, I think that it's really awesome to be able to communicate and have those conversations. Um, I've been, I was, you know, telling her that I've translated before with like folks who need like um, domestic violence assistance and just being able, I think that connection of another Thai person, um, the community is very important and language is very important. Um, and so I think that it's very valuable. But again, it's always that first like, why do you know Thai? Why can you understand what I'm saying? Like, you don't look Thai, like, you know? So that's what I get a lot, yeah. John, you've been here since 1970. See how it's grown. How do you feel right now? Just seeing the big Thai community, but what can, can, can we do more to kind of bring us all together and just share our experiences a little bit more? At the beginning, almost every family know each other. Mm -hmm. And of course, at that time, we are far from home. And because the community is not big, yeah. everybody wants to know each other. Right. And we, if we have an event, we would stop at each table. Everybody would stop at each table. Right. and So one big family. One big family. But now the comedy has gotten to be so big, so large. Um, of course, the COVID for the past two years uh, yeah, kept everybody separated. away. And I am sure that now we are back to a normal life. We should have the social event again. Yeah, bringing everybody together. I think the next Thai festival, you know, we'll get assembly women out there, you know, we'll get you, we'll get Ronnie. This is such, it, it, I think this is a good start. You know, I think we're such a strong, vibrant, cultural uh, community. And Ronnie, you have children. I mean, are you trying to teach them about the Thai <laughs> culture, bring them to the temples? We do. Yeah. My mother still I, she still goes to the temples yeah. and, um, religiously. You know, it's, it's what she grew up with, and it's something she's always going to do. Yeah. And so she'll bring the kids with her there, and the kids are learning Thai specifically from her. That's great. I, I know I'm guilty. I'm, I, I should speak more Thai to them, but it's just I'm just so used to speaking English, so I speak English to them. But they are they are learning Thai. That's wonderful. Um, one of my my oldest daughter actually is planning to go to a semester in Thailand. Oh wow! Because she wants to pick up to be more fluent in the language. I love it. And you know, um, Assemblyman Gonzalez, this is great, right? I mean, to to be sitting here, you're representing the people in the community. What what more can you see in the future for us as a community? I definitely think. Um, more events, for sure. I think that, um, like you were saying, we value and love and cherish family and community, so definitely um, that, as well as just getting our culture out there. I think it's such a beautiful culture, um, and the way that I grew up, there are so many things that, you know, Thai New Year is so beautiful, mm -hmm. um, Thai weddings are gorgeous, and just traditions that we do throughout the year that, um, you know, I think would be great for people to know more about our culture and can look at things and be like, oh, that's from Thailand or that's what Thai yeah. people do or celebrate, right? Um, and so I look forward to doing that more and especially with, you know, the world going back to normal. We can, you know, every year we get together at the temples and do a huge Thai festival. Um, I travel to LA almost every year with my family to go celebrate there because in LA it's like, blocks, it's right? Huge. It's huge. And we're getting that more yeah. here now, which is yeah. so wonderful. So and I'm excited. I'm so excited to see what's next for the Thai community, but thank you for being one of the pioneers and thank you for what you do um, representing us and also you as well for the Thai community here in Las Vegas. Thanks for being with us. Well, coming up in the next segment, we want to share uh, more of the Thai arts and we want to kind of leave this segment with a video of the special Thai dance by a performance group called Prong Lung Las Vegas and they'll join us along with other guests in the next segment. Stay with us.
Welcome back. You just watched a beautiful performance by the Prong Long Dance Group, and I'm joined on this segment by the founder of that group and longtime Las Vegas resident, Vicky, her first name, but her your Thai name is on Priya yes, Long, and this is her daughter, Claudia, who you saw dancing as well. And we have Christian, Dr. Christian Giovanni. She is the founder of the Thai Culture Foundation. And also we have Santana Foster, She's a longtime Vegas resident as well, and you're a big supporter of the Thai cultural arts, especially Thai dancing. Swadika. Swadika, everyone. Swadika. So nice to see you're all my friends as well, and you're part of the Thai community. It is so nice to have all of you here. So talented, amazing Thai women here in the Las Vegas community. I'm gonna start with you though, on Priya and Claudia. We just saw you dance, uh, this beautiful dance. Tell us a little bit, because you you were holding these flowers as well. What was that dance called? This is called Lambai Si. Lambai Si. Yes. What is the meaning behind that dance? Uh, Lambai Si means about, they do for people lucky for when we people uh, do the Thai New Year. Thai New Year. So yes. it basically is a lucky dance to yes, bring good dance. luck and fortune. Yes, so you danced this with another member of the troupe and also Claudia had her dance as well. What was Claudia's dance all about? Just now what you did. What was the name of the dance? Did hai. Did hai. Did hai, right? So hai is like the kind of the container, water yes, container yeah. in Thailand, right? Mm -hmm. And so you like, so you like to dance as well. So why did you like that dance, Claudia? Because it makes me have fun. You, you, it was fun, right? You like the the fast Thai dancing, right? You like how do you, how does it go? How does it go? How'd you do? <laughs> yeah, Claudia loves <laughs> dancing, and you love passing on that to to your daughter. And this is what the segment is about. And what I want to bring all of you on here is the passing of that cultural um, gift to the younger generation. And Priya is definitely doing that with her daughter. And um, Dr. Christian, you're part of the Thai Culture Foundation, and that was part of the mission, right? Is to make sure that you know, the Thai community, especially the younger generation, really gets to understand what our culture is all about. Yes, the Thai Culture Foundation allows the younger generation to get to know their heritage mm -hmm. and learn the culture and basically, you know, show off part of their heritage. Yeah. And, uh, Claudia was a student at my cultural school. Oh, she was. Yeah. So you have a cultural school here in town. So do they come and learn dancing and language? Well, how does that work? We have a set schedule. Well, prior to, we have not opened back up since COVID, but prior to, we have a schedule for language, where they learn Thai and dancing. And do you operate this? Because we have a number of Thai temples in town. So are these classes happening at the Thai temples? No, we, we're, we work with uh, ACDC. The Asian Community Development Council. Correct. Right. And so you set up, people can call and make appointments and come, come take classes, which is wonderful. And um, uh, Santana Foster, I know you work at um, College of Southern Nevada as well, but you are so active in the Thai community. That's why I had to invite you on because, you know, every time I go to the temple and I go to the Thai food festivals, I see Vicky on Priya, I see Dr. Christian, I see you as well, yes. either cooking food or dancing or taking part in the pageant competition. Why is it so important to you? Because you've lived in Vegas, what, 17 years? Yes. And have you, have you seen kind of the culture, like people doing things like this, growing more here in the community? You know what we try, but due to um, pandemic, economy, and 
if you, I've been here 39 years. So here um, in the U.S. Here in the U.S. Yeah. 39 years, and um, just here in, in Las Vegas for 17, mm. it have changed so much, and um, the um, COVID 19. Um, pandemic yeah. did not help either. Yeah. So the drive is when the drives is when we get chance to get together. Mm -hmm. Even though we are um, U.S. we dual yeah. citizen, we Thai are still American Thai. Community. Yes, we yes. are Thai American community, but we love our culture. We love American culture as well. We are just blessed, mm -hmm. and we are so grateful that we can have two culture it's you know, a good at, blend, at the same time right? yes so we never get bored yeah because you raise your kids here American culture yes. right because I know she has two kids six grandchildren yes. so it's really important to her like you to pass along the culture yes. and you studied dance in Thailand yes, so when you get to do it here and be do all these performances how does it make you feel to to show that art to when I um, show on here make I feel like Miss about Thailand mm -hmm. and uh, how the beautiful in Thailand and I want uh, everybody in US and everybody in the world they can see how the beautiful see the beautiful culture yes. right and Dr. Christian you know your mom was a big part of this community and she passed away a few years ago but that was her goal to bring the Thai community together right and she did yeah. Um, I can tell you that when my parents moved here in the early 70s, there was no Thai community. And what she had to do, well, she was a special person. Mm -hmm. In order to do something, I think you needed the qualities. You met her. She just had a special way with people. She can meet you in brand new. She really brings the Thai community together. Yes. And by the way, her name is Aiwan. And I think everyone knew her yes. because, and I think that's what's so special about the Thai community here. There's such a proactive effort, starting with your mom, I think, to really bring the Thai community together, yeah. to bring the arts together. And Santana, you're passing it on to your grandchildren yes. now. And, and the commitment, you know what, it's the sacrifices, it's commitment. Mm -hmm. um, um, NPR is also my dance teacher. Oh, so wow. Yes, you're teaching, teaching everyone. Yeah, teach yes, and I, uh, Dr. Christian and I also mm -hmm. uh, partnering with each other in so many different occasions. Mm -hmm. And you know what, to have Dr. Christian as our commissioner right. is such a blessing for the community. That is Not true. just Thai, but Asian community in the general. And we have to mention that you are one of the new members of the Asian yes. American Pacific Islander Commission with Clark County. So we're so lucky to have all yes. of you. Yes. Here in this community, you, you passing it on through yes. arts. Claudia, you're doing a great job. Yes. Thank you for doing all the dancing for us. Dr. Christian for being at the commission, just being a great part of this community. And Santana, you as well, passing along all the great things to your family. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here with us. And coming up next, we'll explore one of my favorite things in the world. I'm sure for all of you too, Thai food. We're going to look back at the history of the Thai cuisine here in Las Vegas and what's next and exciting for this amazing cuisine, which is Thai food. We'll talk more about that coming up next. Welcome back, everyone. For our final panel of guests today on our show, I'm joined by Suntory Balvasor. She is the owner of Sun's Beef Jerky, Swadika. And her son is with her, Pitch Pakti Swadikrab. Swadika. Swadikrab, by the way, is what you say to a man, right? Swadika is to a woman. And you are the owner of Sun's Thai food. Yes. So we're talking food here. So this is a, a family legacy right here. And also, my friend Mark Padungpad is joining us as well 
the show. He's an author and also a director of Asian and Asian American Studies at UNLV. So your book, Flavor of the Empire, really talk about the history of Thai food on the Western US. So we'll talk to you a little bit about that. But thank you so much, everyone, for being here on the show with us, talking about, of course, we're ending the show, my favorite thing, which is Thai food. And you all know Thai food very well, right? Suntory, tell us a little bit about your history, because you came here, what year, to Las Vegas? Um, 1997. 1997. So you're actually, you actually didn't have like Thai food background. You were a sign language teacher, right? I never be the window. I uh, was a teacher on my life. Mm. Then they came over here. You know, over here they don't accept the teacher from another country. So that was, yeah. the that's why then, you started thinking about yeah, food. Yeah, then I thinking about I have to make the job here, then to make gotta a be living. food, gotta right. be food. And the first time I do the beef jerky first. Mm. The beef jerky is, uh, I make like a, for my friend, my family to eat that, but right. they say, it's good. They love it. Yeah, they yeah. love it. And my friend say, son, it's so good. You gonna make for sale? Oh, maybe. Now the first time we just use the, uh, my friend ki uh, kitchen Starting for the make beef jerky. Yeah. After that, about 2004, we make the restaurant. And that's what I love about this. Your story and pitch as well is such an entrep entrepreneurial. She started a small business. How did she pitch? And you're her son. How did she, from that jerky business, how did it turn into a restaurant business for um, you? 2012, I yeah. think she, she got, um, Open the restaurant, mm. you know, along with the 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 jerky. Yeah. So then I, I actually I have um, my uh, regular job, mm. and then and and I I help her do the beef jerky too, and then she said okay, um, come try to do the restaurant. Right. And then we just you know jump into it and. And there's so many Thai restaurants here right, in town. Right. It just becomes when people think about Thailand, Thai food is the main thing. And you have one of many, right, to stand right. out. And what I wanted to bring Mark on too, because you wrote the book yes. Flavors of the Empire, which we brought with you yes. as well. And you're you really studied up on how Thai food is such a big part of the Thai community growing. Mm -hmm not just here in Las Vegas or California, where you're originally from, but all over the country. Why is that? And, and how, have you seen it change in terms of, you know, the, with the Thai community growing and the mm. Thai restaurants growing? Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, one of the things that I love about listening to these stories, mm. right, is that um, it highlights that Thai people and Thai immigrants really did take the initiative to create these restaurants. Like Suntory right? did. Exactly, yeah. and that, you know, there's a, I think there's, talk now that the Thai government, the reason why there are so many Thai restaurants mm -hmm. is that the Thai government is promoting Thai food and mm -hmm. restaurants around mm -hmm. the world, which is true, but it also, it's important to, to know that there are Thai people that started restaurants before this right. actually happened, right? right? And this goes back. Very authentic start. Exactly, yeah. and this goes back to the 60s and 70s. And you, right? you laid it out in your book, talking right. about that history, because as Thai people come here for what? For college, to go to school? Exactly, exactly, right? to go to school, as tourists, um, to visit family, and then food was something that the United States, uh, Thai food was mm -hmm. something that the United States was familiar with since right. the 1960s. Mm -hmm. And so this offered a way, um, just like um, the beef jerky and selling beef jerky, yeah. it offered a way an entrance into work and yeah. employment when yeah other opportunities were closed. And it's just amazing to see from you coming here, Suntory, how do you feel now looking at your son running this Thai restaurant, which we're showing great videos of all the food, beautiful food that you make. How proud are you to see this passed on to your son? Yes, I'm so proud of him. I have three sons. Mm -hmm. I build a business, mm -hmm. three business. 
for them already. Yeah. The, the owner. It's so amazing. Owner Big Turkey, owner the Thai restaurant right now. Yeah. Three son already owner. Sun's Thai business. food, right? Sun's Thai food. On Craig and Decatur, we yeah. have to pitch it. <laughs> <laughs> pitch, pitch, we have to pitch, pitch, <laughs> right? And, and, yeah. and Sun Beef Turkey. You know my beef jerky? We different from the Thai people because Thai people, we just make and uh, put on the sun mm -hmm. and deep fry. Okay, that's most we eat like that. Yeah. But now we have to do like uh, American do, real beef jerky, right. like American. So you're blending the American style. Yeah, we put in the machine. Yeah. Everything do is very legal. modern. Because yeah. remember in Thailand, I don't know, Mark, when you're back in Thailand or pitch, you see it on the street, right? right. People drying yeah. the yeah. meat on the street, and now you had to modernize it a little bit, but the taste is still very authentic. Right? And, and Pitch, how do you feel just kind of being able to pass on this when you see people coming to your restaurant and say, I love Thai food, you know? And do they ask you about the story behind it and things like that? Yeah, some, some I mean, some customers, they, they, they do too. And it feels I, good to be passing on that story. I'm so proud, I mean, you mm -hmm. know? And thank you for my mom. Yeah, you know? she I, created I, I, this. Yeah, right? I, I seen her cook all my life and yeah. then I just his recipe <laughs> well I have to go try I yeah, actually I haven't been Mark and you haven't been either <laughs> right yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And what do you see next Mark for for the Thai food revolution are things changing are more people kind of looking at Thai food differently now yeah I think there's two things that I think about one is there's just been more regional mm -hmm. like cuisines right, right? and because people know the difference now because your restaurant exactly. is more Isan right. which is more northeastern exactly. so people know that like American people are like oh that's northern Thai. I'm like how do you know that right exactly and you know 70s and 80s it was like your standard like pot Thai, right. gang, curry, yeah. and, but now you're seeing these regional differences and Isan cuisine yeah. is one of those. And the other is actually, um, I'm seeing more like second generation or younger Thais mm -hmm. do their own thing with Thai restaurants. Yeah. Right? So Pitch I think their is a, kind of an example of where like their own style, how mm -hmm. do you blend what? what you grew up with mm -hmm. with new things yeah. and how do you innovate? So I see those two things kind of happening with Thai cuisine right it's now. It's so exciting. Yeah. And, and you're tr it's so true. Now that, you know, when you came, people did probably didn't even know about Thai beef jerky. Now they do. Now they know yes. different regions and it's becoming more mainstream, but still very authentic and unique. And I just love that so much, and I love Thai food. So we can talk about this all day, but we're running out of time. But thank you so much okay. for coming in, Suntree Balthasar, Pitch Pakdi, and Mark Padungpak which is thank you. And that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Cultures of Las Vegas, The Thais. Swatika.